Welcome to the Business of Psychology podcast, the show that helps you to reach more people, help more people, and build the life you want to live by doing more than therapy. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Business of Psychology. I am looking forward to talking to you today about a topic which I get asked about all the time and I find myself saying similar things about all the time but I've never thought to record a podcast episode on before and actually that surprises me because it's a topic in which I feel the need to rant a little bit (laughs) and usually those topics do come out in the podcast Uh, but today we're talking about this myth that if you create an online course it will be less work for you because you just create it once and then it continues sitting on your website and making you money for years and years to come and it just isn't true and it particularly feels untrue to me at the moment because I'm right in the thick of making big changes um, to the psychology business school and the courses that we have within that and um, so I'm putting in a lot of hours trust me <laughs> um, on on changing all of that and and when I look back over the few years um, that I've been running psychology business school every year we've introduced major big changes Um, new masterclasses, new experts, new templates, there's always something and it wouldn't be good if there wasn't. (laughs) Um, So we're going to talk today about why that is essential um, and how you can benefit from that as a process because I do think as psychologists and other mental health professionals too, we often buy into this idea that we can make something perfect and then invite people to use it. And if we're gonna be successful in the online space, creating online courses or any other resources, I think we need to be a bit more realistic and turn that on its head because you can't create something perfect. You can create something good enough for the time being and you can continue to improve it in accordance with feedback. But as the world changes and as people change, what was perfect one day won't be perfect the next day. So you're going to need to keep updating it. And the reason that I'm recording this episode today rather than last week or next week is actually because um, a couple of days ago, my friend's husband um, mansplained to me that I have apparently the perfect business model because online courses are passive income that can earn money with no additional work. That's literally what he said to me. And I kind of rolled my eyes discreetly, but then agreed politely (laughs) because I'm kind of averse to conflict in coffee shops. um, And I just kind of wanted to extricate myself from the conversation as quickly as possible. But deep down, I was really strongly disagreeing with this. um, And it's it's provoked me to come and talk to you about it today but also I'd I'd like to hear your thoughts and your experiences because I know quite a few of you are creating your own online products um so consider this the beginning of a conversation and I'm very interested to to hear your contribution as well okay so today we're going to think about all the reasons that you can't just let an online course sit on your website making money um, not if you want it to be good anyway and then I will talk a little bit about my thinking with some of the updates that I've made to my courses recently um, to give you an example of how that might look in practice 
Okay, so firstly, the biggest reason that you cannot allow your online courses to just sit on your website making money is that life changes for your ideal client. I mean, think about how tone-deaf courses recorded in 2019 would seem now. I can't think of any subject where, if you're an online course creator, you wouldn't have had to re-record your entire course uh, pre- and post-pandemic. The examples that you use in your teaching need to reflect current context, or there'll be an extra barrier for your learners to jump over in order to get the most out of it. And as we all know from any teaching that we've done in our careers, people really struggle with that. They need examples to be concretely linked to the way that they live their lives, or they're going to really struggle especially when you're introducing new psychological concepts to people. So that is really, really important. And that is the number one reason that you are going to be in there updating your course really regularly if if this is a path that you choose. Secondly, people's expectations of online learning change dramatically over time. At the moment, people are used to consuming online courses that are a series of pre-recorded videos along with some PDFs. I think that's going to change. I wouldn't be surprised if over the next five years, audio courses uh, delivered via a private podcast feed become much more normal and people become used to having that at least as an option when they download your course. I might be wrong, but that's a trend that I see emerging. And what we can be sure of is that there will be changes in expectation. I mean, think about 10 years ago, the idea of doing an online course where you get a login and then you watch a load of videos would have seemed ridiculous to people. Um, Now it's accepted as commonplace in a lot of industries. So it's worth watching out for the trends and making sure that you're adapting the way that you deliver your content to what people's expectations are. The third thing that I thought I'd mention, even though I probably don't need to for this audience, is a little thing called the evidence base. (laughs) Uh, When I look back at the course that I recorded um, five years ago, or it must be nearly six years ago now, it was called Enjoy Your Pregnancy, not my favourite title. Um, And it was basically an introduction to the fundamentals of CFT for people who were struggling in pregnancy. And most of what I put in that course is still what we would um, have as the backbone or the infrastructure for a course today. But I know so much better now. There has been, you know, lots of updates to the evidence base that would help me select different um, techniques, maybe focus on different issues. When I reviewed it, there was just so much that I felt needed to change in that course in order to reflect what we know now. And again, I think you'd struggle to find a subject in our industry that isn't like that. I mean, certainly when I think about my kind of marketing and business courses, those need to be updated, you know, every few months. There's no way that I could let psychology business school or anything from the Do Morton Therapy membership languish for a couple of years because the online space changes all the time. Um, But so does the psychological evidence base. And so I found it to be a common theme with all of my courses that I become dissatisfied um, and need to update them to make sure that they're reflecting the latest evidence base. So the fourth thing, which you might not consider now, but might make you want to continuously go in and, and tweak things, is that as you start to make money, you can add bells and whistles and things that 
They're not essential to the content of your online course, but they're going to help people to consume them and get the most out of them. You know, it could be something little like making interactive quizzes. Now that costs money. You have to get the tool to do it or pay somebody to do it. And that might not be an option for you when you start out. But when you've got a bit of revenue behind you, those things become possible and you'll probably want to implement them when you've got that bit of money. I mean, it's amazing how much money you will spend <laughs> um, continuously improving. Um, but those things become opportunities that you can take. And I think it's really important that you expect that and factor it into both your cash flow and your planning for the year. Um, what I would really hate is for anybody to you know, take, say, my roadmap to a successful online course and think, right, I'm going to implement this. I'm going to spend maybe three months getting my online course up and running. And then I, I don't need to I can move on to other projects. I don't need to allocate any time to this going forward because that just isn't true. You are going to want to be in there really regularly uh, updating stuff. And that brings me on to point number five, which is that you will want to respond to feedback. And if you manage to get your course in front of, you know, even five or 10 students, they will start to tell you really helpful stuff about what could be structured differently, what could be presented differently, what would be a more meaningful example, or what would be more helpful for different learning styles. You know, I'm always learning things like, oh, okay, what I thought worked as a video would be better as a checklist or a spreadsheet even. Um, or a graphic is required here because people didn't quite understand it when I was talking it through. There's so many bits of feedback, nuggets of information that you can glean from your students, even if you only have a few going through it, that you will find that there's little things that you want to tweak all the time based off that feedback. And sometimes you'll want to do a major change in response to that feedback. And that kind of brings me on to the changes that I'm making with Psychology Business School and the Do More Than Therapy membership, because those are major changes and I'm making them in response to what I've learned from my students and about my students as they've gone through. Um, so I suppose I should come clean. The big change is that I'm bringing the two things together. So previously, Psychology Business School has been our foundation course um, for people setting up in private practice. You get all your templates. We focus a lot on you know, setting your fees correctly, um, the vision for your business, business planning, your marketing strategy, getting your first clients, making sure that your website speaks to people properly, all of that stuff. Um, and then the Do More Than Therapy membership is, is basically like a growth membership. So at the heart of it, we've got the roadmap to a successful online course. Um, but there's also, you know, workshops in there from industry experts telling you how to create a, a podcast, um, self-publish a book. Um, there's all sorts in there um, that's all focused on this idea of making more impact by reaching more people outside of the therapy room. And typically people will go through psychology business school and then come and join us in the Do More Than Therapy membership afterwards. And that made sense when I set it up. And it was the way that a lot of courses that I've been through myself were structured. So I was kind of following a pathway that I'd seen um, work well in other places. So it's not that that wasn't right at the time. Again, the subject of perfectionism, it was fine and it, it was good enough for the time being. But what I've learned from my students as I've been delivering this over the past couple, couple of years 
is that actually the six months that I was giving people to complete the psychology business school course simply wasn't long enough. Um, And when I look at the content, of course it wasn't. It didn't take me six months to do all of that stuff. Um, It's an ongoing process. So you might cover all of the content easily within the six months and it's perfectly possible to do that. But you're still going to be implementing and making your business plan a reality over you know a year plus and that's just true that's just the way that life is and so I I didn't feel very good about the fact that this arbitrary six-month end was imposed on people and that a lot of people would come back to me and say oh I'm really behind I'm not going to manage to do it by the deadline and it was inducing all of this kind of panic and angst and people not feeling good enough um, as a result of that and you know, I felt that I was responsible for that because I'd set this kind of unrealistic deadline up in people's head. So I wasn't happy about that. And I wanted to change it and set people's expectations up a bit differently so that they would be kinder to themselves and give themselves longer to cover what really is quite weighty material. I also felt that the pathway that I'd envisaged um, of people sort of getting their business foundations set up and profitable and working really well for them and then when they've got that stability branching out and you know making more impact and reaching more people with all the you know passive in inverted commas income stuff I actually felt that because the two things were seen as separate that wasn't coming across clearly enough to people and a lot of people were kind of confused Um, about what path I was recommending them to take. Some people would come in to do modern therapy um, and actually they didn't yet have some of their key processes sorted out. Um, And I would want to send them back to psychology business school stuff, um, but I couldn't because their membership didn't give them access to that. So it just kind of wasn't making sense for me. Um, The other thing that became really evident is something that people really value in psychology business school and do modern therapy are the legal templates that Claire Veal, our specialist lawyer, provides. Um, And it was really confusing to me, to be honest, to work out which templates belonged in which course, um, because there was so much overlap. And obviously, you need to update your templates every year. Claire updates them for us um, with the latest stuff that's been going on in the legal world, any new wording that's recommended. She's very thoughtful and goes back to all of our templates and makes them, you know, fit for that year. And so obviously it doesn't make sense for people to lose access to those um, or for people that come in and do modern therapy to never have access to those. And that wasn't sitting right with me either. And I found myself really wanting to give them um, to everybody. Uh, And obviously I couldn't because some people had paid um, for access to all of them and some people hadn't. Um, So I had to be ethically, I had to be um, tough on myself about that. Um, But I was finding it really difficult because I knew how much they would help people um, if I could share them with everyone. Another thing um, which has always played on my mind slightly um, was that Do Modern Therapy was cheaper than Psychology Business School. So Do Modern Therapy was £47 a month, um, whereas Psychology Business School is uh, £725 for six months, which works out as £125 a month. 
And the, the reason for the price difference was those legal templates, because obviously it's not cheap at all for me to provide those. Um, and so psychology business school just needed to be a bigger investment. But as you'll know, if you've listened to this podcast, when I started my business, I really didn't have a lot of capital behind me. Um, uh, well, <laughs> that's a massive understatement. I really had none. <laughs> um, and so for me to be able to join the, the person that I was, I would need it to be the most accessible price point that it could be. Um, and and it didn't sit right with me that the people at the beginning of their business who were likely to have the least money were paying more than people who were like the owners of thriving practices that were just looking to kind of accelerate that and take it to the next level. I mean, that doesn't make sense, does it really? Not at an ideological level, even though it, it kind of did from a business perspective. Um, and I was getting that feedback from time to time as well, you know, people struggling um and sort of telling me that they you know needed to spread their payment out over more months and and all of this stuff um so the changes that i'm making are really in response to all of that stuff that i learned from my students and i'm not beating myself up and feeling that i did the wrong thing when i set it up before this is just the life cycle of online courses and memberships they're never done we always have to change and adapt um, and I think over the next couple of years, w- the world is going to continue to be in flux and we're going to continue to need to find creative and different ways to support the same people. So, you know, I think even if you don't have an online course, but you've got another type of offer, whether it's, you know, therapy, one-to-one, group programs, coaching, whatever it is that you offer, we all need to be thinking flexibly about how we're delivering and making sure that we're delivering something which is the right fit at the right moment for our ideal clients. We just cannot afford to be complacent about that. Um, So I'm certainly not going to be complacent about that. And I'm bringing together Psychology Business School and the Do More Than Therapy membership into one membership, which will be called Psychology Business School. (laughs) Um, Because I'm not very creative, really, when it comes to titles for things. I like things to be quite Ron Seal, does what it says on the tin. Um, And I think in reality, that's what it is. You're always working on your business. And if your business is thriving that's when you have the ability to get out there and do more than therapy and make more impact. Um, Because we all know that when you're broke, it's very difficult to do that. Um, And also, you know, savvy business is about having more influence and making more impact too. So for me, it makes sense to call it all psychology business school going forward. And um, when we go live with the new membership, which will be Uh, September the 30th you'll obviously be able to see the new pricing it is overall a price increase um, I've got to say that but the monthly installments will be slightly more affordable it's not massively more affordable um, because we've added in more um, templates um, more kind of legal stuff to go along with it to make sure that it's fully comprehensive Um, but it is slightly lower monthly instalments than people were paying for psychology business school. So that is why 
those changes are coming. And I hope that that has helped you think about the updates that you might need to factor into your diary for anything that you're creating, any service that you're providing, any product that you're creating. Please don't buy into the myth that it can just sit there and earn you money. Um, I, I literally want to throw my laptop out of the window when I see adverts for passive income workshops that claim that. Um, there's some big players out there telling us some stuff which is frankly not true. Um, so I thought I would share that reality with you and let you in on my thinking on why I'm changing the stuff I'm changing so that you can make a realistic plan for your year ahead and what you're going to be spending your time doing. I hope that's been helpful. As ever, I'd really love to continue this conversation with you. So do come and find me. I'm over on Instagram at Rosie Gilderthorpe and I'd really like to chat with you there. Before you go, I just wanted to remind you that we are making some big changes at the moment to Psychology Business School and the Do More Than Therapy membership. Don't worry, all the changes are very positive and we're going to be bringing you more value, more content, more templates, pretty much more of everything. Um, but to let you know, this is the best time to join. If you've been on the fence about coming and joining us in Psychology Business School, our complete course and suite of legal documents for getting you set up in private practice, or if you've been thinking about joining us in the Do More Than Therapy membership, our monthly membership, which helps you to grow and diversify your practice by getting outside of the therapy room, uh, including our complete roadmap to a successful online course. If you've been thinking about either of those things, now is the best time to join because you will get the best price and you're still gonna get everything that comes with the changes that are coming in the next few weeks. So if you're on the fence at all, jump off the fence and jump in and join us. We're over at psychologybusinessschool.com. Do come and take a look. I look forward to seeing you there. Mm-hmm.